Hi, my name is Philia, and I am here with my co-host, Yemi. Hey, guys. Welcome to Treading, Treading Faith. Faith. Treading Faith is our weekly podcast that we dedicate to diving into the deep end of open, honest, and fun conversations that surround our everyday life and Christ. I always say faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. So, Yemi, what are we diving into today? Well, Philia, we are still in the season of the power of parables, where we take a closer look at the parables as told by Jesus Christ and put a current take on it. These parables gives us insight into the kingdom of heaven and teaches us life lessons. The parable we will be covering today is the parable of the barren fig tree. This parable is found in the book of Luke, chapter 13, verses 1 through 9. I will be reading from the NIV version, but feel free to use any version you like. Now, there were some present at the time who told Jesus about the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mixed with their sacrifices. Jesus answered, do you think that these Galileans were worse sinners than all the other Galileans because they suffered this way? I tell you, no. But unless you repent, you too will all perish. Or those 18 who died when the tower in Siloam fell on them, do you think they were more guilty than all others living in Jerusalem? I tell you, no. But unless you repent, you too will all perish. Then he told this parable. A man had a fig tree growing in his vineyard, and he went to look for fruit on it, but did not find any. So he said to the man who took care of the vineyard, for three years now, I've been coming to look for fruit on this fig tree and haven't found any. Cut it down. Why should it use up the soil? Sir, the servant replied, leave it alone for one more year and I'll dig around it and fertilize it. If it bears fruit next year, fine. If not, then cut it down. Amen. Amen. Well, this parable is an interesting parable because we know that Jesus refers to the fig tree and other <laughs> parables, but this one is a barren fig tree. Right. And before he actually tells this parable, he's asked a question about the Galileans whose blood were used in sacrifices as if that they were more sinful than others and that's why their blood was used. But Jesus says, no, right? It doesn't matter. Um, do you think that they're more sinful than all the other Galileans, he says, and he says, no. And then he talks about a tower that fell on 18 people. He was like, were they more sinful because it happened to him than all the others? No. And this is a good, honestly, this is a good way to think about all the bad things that happen, right? Because right. a lot of times when bad things happen, we think about, um, was it deserved? Why did this happen to this person and not this person? Like we always weigh that and we also weigh sins, but God is saying that is besides the point. That's not the point. The point is if you repent, you don't need to worry about that, right? right? It doesn't right. matter whose sin is worse or who deserved it more or who perished first. Mm -hmm. It matters if you repent right. and that's what's important. So then he tells this parable of the barren fig tree to kind of give us an example of why we should repent or, or what it looks like when you don't repent. If we don't repent, we're barren. Right. We're the barren fig tree. Right. And if we don't repent, he's like, cut it down, right? The master is like, there's no use for it. Mm -hmm. But the servant who says, give it another chance, that's Jesus. He's the one who's like, 
but I, I love these people. Right. <laughs> like, you know, let me, let me die. Let me do these things for them and give them an opportunity. Let me bridge the gap for them. Let me show them an example of how to live mm -hmm. and then give them another try. And if they still don't bear fruit, that means yeah. repent and change their ways. Right. Then you can cut it down. And we know the cut down is the weeping of, of, uh, the, of the gnashing of the teeth. teeth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I I agree with you. I love the fact that you said that even when they don't bear fruit, it means to repent, not just cut it down, particularly because it's showing that Jesus is also giving us a chance, mm -hmm. right? It's like whenever you nourish a plant, right? You're nourishing them, you're giving them your food, you're giving them sunlight, you're giving them water, you know, you're spraying, you're talking to them, you're playing music, you're doing all of these things. You're turning them in the direction of the sun if they're houseplants. So there are things that can actually affect that, you know, affect that plant. You know, it could be other animals, birds, it could be squirrels, it could be so many things that are coming in to ruin it. But you still always try to nourish it because you always have hope that this plant is going to bear fruit. And in order for something to bear fruit, it needs to still be on the vine, Yeah, right? It can't bear fruit on its own. So it's also showing that we need each other, but it, we, we need God because God is that vine, right? God is that vine that gives us that nourishment, that spiritual nourishment that will be able to bear fruit. And it's giving us an opportunity that even if we don't do it, prune it, you know, tweak it, take out the things that, that, that are, that are causing harm, that are causing it not to um, produce fruit and give it an opportunity to flourish. I, I love that you said that. And I love that you talked about all the different things that can interfere with it bearing mm -hmm. fruit, like the squirrels, the, mm -hmm. the sun, whatever, all these things, these are the things of the world, right? right? Like right. all these things can cause us to sin, right? We know that we were born into a sinful state. And that we have free will. We have the opportunity to choose the right thing. And here Jesus is saying, you have the opportunity. I'm giving you the opportunity. I'm going to isolate you. I'm going to give you the things that you need to, to, to prevail, right? I'm going to dig around you. I'm going to fertilize you. I'm going to give you that word. And then I'm going to see if you bear fruit. Mm -hmm. Like, did you take all the lessons that we've been learning and apply it to yourself and say, listen, I've been doing the wrong thing. I'm not only am I sorry, but I'm going to change my ways and do the do the right thing. Right. That means you're bearing fruit. That means that you are doing the will of God. That means that in the kingdom of God, you are fruitful, yes. not fruitless, mm -hmm. right? Like we know in the kingdom of God, you can't be fruitless. Right. So if you're a person who's fruitless, you're a person who's sinning, who's not even looking inward and trying to change your ways, you're going to be cut down. Right, right. And, and we want to be the tree that bears fruit. Amen. We don't yes. want to be cut down. Absolutely. It's funny you said that, right? Because I definitely want to reiterate what you are stating about the idea of bearing fruit. I mean, Jesus wants us to live our lives for God, right? And he wants to ensure that we stay deeply rooted in the word. And being deeply rooted in the word is what's going to produce fruit, right? So as Jesus is kind of tending to our branches and tweaking all of these things that, like we talked about the squirrels and the sun and all of, you know, other things that can cause this fruit to to dry out or 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 not, you know, I would say replenish itself, that is the time that we have to dig deeper into our roots, the word of God, to help us be able to manifest all of these wonderful things that God intended for us, you know, and 
is, you know, Jesus expects, expects like you mentioned, a, a fruitful return of his investment. Mm. And that investment is what God has given us. He's, he's like, is that sacrifice? Jesus exactly. Christ. Exactly. So, I mean, the fact that everything that he did, everything he died for covered our sins. So in return, it's like, Hey, you know what, what, what was the good for me to do this for humanity? If you can't even, even give back and, and stay rooted in the word and bear your fruit. So I, I love this. I love this parable. I really think it, it speaks volumes. Yeah, I do think that, you know, I think about the talents, the, the parable of the talents a lot. And I apply that to my life. Like, am I, doing what God wants me to right. do. But I think I'm going to start thinking about this one, right. about the fact that God has given us an opportunity to try again. Right. And what are we doing with that opportunity? Like when we talk about repentance, mm -hmm. it's not just about being sorry for your actions. It's about doing, doing better. Be like we always action, say right. that Jesus is about that action. Yes. And this bearing fruit is the action, right? You can tell what your internal is by the fruit you bear. We can tell what your spirit life is by the fruit you bear. Mm -hmm. Like, are you operating in love, patience, kindness, giving? Like, are you, do you bear the fruits of the spirit? Because then we we know what your life is about. We right. know what you are focusing on internally. We know that you are a Christian if you have these spirits, these fruits, because the Holy Spirit is giving them to you. And they're flourishing in the kingdom of God. Right. So this yeah. parable tells us about God, right? Like the fact that we are all designed to bear fruit, right? Like we're the fig trees. He says, I put you here to bear fruit. Right. And he has patience because he gives you the opportunity, right? Like this, 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 the vineyard man gave an, a year. We're given multiple, multiple, <laughs> multiple opportunities right. in multiple years to change things, right? right? Look how right. long we get to live. Like, look how, look how many times we are presented with, with a, a, a challenge to our identity or who we are, what we're saying, what we're doing, right? People are telling us like, listen, your moral confess is a little askew. You need to work on this. You know, we need to do better. You see examples of people doing better and you, the Holy Spirit is reaching out to you and saying like, you should be like that person. Right, right. This is your opportunity. It is a wake up call, buzz, bing, ding, whatever your <laughs> ring, your alarm is. It right. is a wake up call for you to repent. Right. And when he tells this parable about repentance, remember he says, when he's talking about the Galileans or the people who died mm -hmm. and he's saying, it doesn't matter. Did they repent? Right? Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't matter whose sins were worse, who died before it's a matter about the repentance. He's trying to explain what repentance actually looks like. Mm -hmm. And that's why you bear fruit right. because you can't just say, I'm sorry. Does your actions show that you're sorry? Are you doing the mm. same things over and over again? Gotcha. What are you showing me? God, what are you showing God mm. by being repentant? Right. It's right. not just saying it. It's about being it. Right. And right. you know, we love to say Jesus is about it's that only, action. Right. So don't right. just say it, do no, it, do it. Right. Don't he, just talk it. Be it. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I love that you said Jesus is about that action. And we continue to reiterate this because Jesus, he wants to see, you know, each of us adding to the kingdom of God, right. Mm, With mm. our hearts, our speech, but most importantly, our actions, like be about that action. Right. Because you can't just say something without doing it. You have to back it up, you know, with, with your actions. And, you know, it, it reminds me of, uh, yesterday I, I took my, my youngest to, um, 
to American Girl store, right? And we're there and, uh, you know, all of the kids are playing that we celebrated her birthday early. Her birthday is um, actually on Wednesday. And it's like, we, the, the people who were there, they were like, oh my God, these kids are so good. They're so well behaved. But it just makes you, you know, wonder when you are a good person, you are raising and you and you you raise good people. It's almost like you're a good farmer. You're going to try to 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 harvest your fruits and put all of that energy in. So it's kind of like the same thing. Like God, you know, when Jesus died for our sins, he did that because he wants us to 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 be rewarded with this fruit. So he's putting that goodness in so we can bear it and he wants goodness in return. So why all of that if we can't do good do good deeds and be aligned with that? And and I just think of that as a parent. You know, as a parent you want goodness in your children. You do everything to try to get them to be good, have good actions, good intentions and things of that sort. So that that is what what God wants for us as well. And this I think this parable is trying to teach that. I love that you talked about being a parent because I think that hits home with the fact that God is our parent, mm -hmm. right? Like mm -hmm. he's the good father who wants good for us right. and he's investing in us, right? right. Not right. only did he send his son to die for us, that is the biggest Ultimate. opportunity, right. right? To turn right. your life around. Right. But we have teachable moments all the time. We have lessons all the time. Right. And the Bible tells us it's about what we overcome like there's trials and tribulations but it produces our faith right it sharpens our faith it helps us grow and the reason why the reason why we're supposed to produce good fruit is not just for ourselves right one we want to get into the kingdom of heaven right we want that promise of eternal life but that good fruit is for our benefit right. what reward, what rewards of the kingdom can we reap now if we are producing good fruit, right? If right. we're being kind right. and loving and giving right. in this life, we get we get that in return. Now, I know it doesn't always happen, right? Mm -hmm. That's why God said, why, that's why when Jesus, before Jesus told this parable and he's making this comparison with the different people, he was saying it doesn't matter what they did or when they died, it matters if they repented because Ultimately, yes, it can reward here, but you the ultimate goal is the kingdom of heaven. Absolutely. But remember, we have multiple opportunities to try again. Right. And remember that we get to live a good life. We get to enjoy promises of God right. now right. if we are doing the work Just and the will of God. Absolutely. That's all he has wants from us. That's what he calls us to do. Right. We just need to obey. Right. Right. He has patience with us. Right. 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 He's giving us that opportunity when he said when he calls to your attention, you're not bearing that good fruit. Like ask yourself, what fruit am I bearing? Right. We can talk. We've talked about the the, the fruits of the Holy Spirit. You can mm -hmm. look them up. You can look up the fruits of the Holy Spirit. Right. And do you reflect that? Right. Like. You, you talk about your parents, um, like they say, these are good children. It's right. a reflection of the of, parenting right. style. Right. right. So that's the whole thing about the fruit, right? It's right. a reflection of what you did internally. It's a reflection of, of who you are. It says right. so much about you right. Right. when you face the world and you have patience and love and yeah. kindness and thoughtfulness, right? It says so much about your core. And that's what Jesus wants. That's what, what God is happy about. He right. gives you these 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 fruits of the spirit. Right, right. 
And he wants all of us to flourish. He has to be on the receiving end of it, mm-hmm. you know, which is, mm-hmm. is really important. So I, I think this, this parable is really telling us to stay rooted in Christ. Stay rooted in Christ so that we may bear this fruit, this fruit of spirit, this, 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 this fruit, uh, this rewarding fruit that God has for us. But we got to stay rooted. We got to stay on the vine. We cannot fall off of it. Right. And we have to take an active role in Absolutely. it. Right. Like we keep saying repent, repent, repent. Mm-hmm. And it's repent just sounds like you're saying you're sorry, but it's more than that. Right. It's it's what we say and what we believe is revealed by what we actually right. do. Right. So are you repeating the same mistakes over and over? Is someone constantly calling you out for, for something that, that you're doing wrong that's hurting them? Do you feel like you are you are running into the same problem over and over again? Think about it. Think about what that says about what you really believe. Like, do you really believe that God is for you if you call yourself a failure? That's true. That's do true. you really believe that God has given you these promises if you're saying negative things about yourself? Are you really sorry if you do the same things over and over again? That's interesting. Let us reflect on these things. Don't be a barren fig tree. Don't get cut down. Repent, change your ways, bear good fruit, be better. Do better. Do better. Yes. And 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 to add to that, we have no control over our circumstances, but we can control how we respond to it. So this is is really the key of doing good. Be better. Be better. Just be better. I love that. Yeah. I love this parable. I think I'm gonna this would be our new this would be the new the new reference, the new t-shirt. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Stay tuned for our announcements and our closing prayer. Thank you for tuning into our podcast today. We hope you enjoyed our discussion on the parable of the barren fig tree. But before we end, we have a few announcements and then we will close with a prayer. First, we would like to announce that we will be back next Wednesday with another podcast on the parable of the lowest seat at the banquet. This will be taking place in the book of Luke, chapter 14, verses 7 to 14. This is my favorite time of the week because we are super excited to be back on tonight at 7.15 Eastern with our YouTube Live Wisdom Wednesday. This is the opportunity that we can discuss or cover the last two podcasts. So don't forget to tune in 7.15 tonight, Eastern. Lastly, our podcast, Treading Faith, is available on Apple, Spotify, Google, or wherever podcasts are available. If you need to catch up, check out our Instagram page for our latest updates and to catch up with previous podcasts. Please. Don't forget to like us, comment, and share with your family, colleagues, and neighbors alike. Now, let us join together in prayer because we believe in the power of prayer, specifically praying the text of the Bible. According to Isaiah 55, 11, the Lord's word does not come back void. God desires that we come to him and be restored back into his grace and favor. So because our prayers are strengthening the numbers, we ask that you come in agreement with us for this closing prayer. Dear Father, we pray that we do not become like the world, 
We pray that we are transformed by the renewing of our minds and that we may learn to understand your will for our lives. Heavenly Father, we thank you for our spiritual growth and transformation. So help us to focus on the godly values and ethical attitudes that will help us flourish spiritually, emotionally, and mentally. Father God, we thank you because you intended for us to have a close relationship with you. And this is evident in the creation and the relationship that you have built. Father God, you had this relationship with Adam and Eve before the fall of man. So we pray, Lord, that unlike Adam and Eve, that we will not walk in our flesh, but we will walk in the spirit of God. Father God, help us to walk in unity with you and help us to be glorified and relish in the Holy Spirit. Father, we worship you and we have to understand you, Father God. So we pray for that discernment. Father God, we are convinced and confident that he who has begun a good work in us will continue to perfect us and complete us and will not finish and cease, Father God, until the day that your son is returned. Father God, this word offers us hope that we will continue to be transformed spiritually, mentally, physically, physiologically, Father God, and emotionally. Father God, we know that you want us to be complete and perfected through you. So we pray that we will never become stagnant in our growth. And with you, Father God, you will always be on our side. We thank you, Father for your spirit, your grace, and everything that you do for our lives today, tomorrow, and for everlasting. We thank you from the words of our mouths to the meditation of our hearts. May it be acceptable and pleasing to you. O oh God, our strength and our redeemer, in Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. We thank you for your prayers, your love, and your avid support. And we hope that you will join us tonight at 7.15 p.m. Eastern for our YouTube Live Wisdom Wednesdays discussion. Until then, stay blessed, have a productive week, and see you then. Love you all. Bye.